And we're back. I'm Neil. Hi, and I'm Libby. And welcome back, Clifford Pugh, editor in chief, culturemap.com, our fashion guy. Where's our um, Bobby? Where's our hi, Bobby? Hi, Bobby. Bobby! Where's our little red play toy thing? Oh, Oh, man. I was going to give Clifford a round of applause. Well, we can do it. Okay, perfect. That's live. (laughs) That's live applause. So, we like to get our friend here. Yes. Back right off the plane. Off the plane. From New York Fashion Week. Yes. Because, you know, it's no secret. If you're going to talk about fashion and you're going to write about fashion and you're going to comment about fashion, please know something about fashion. It should be more than and Clifford knows in the um, God. I just called the Cosmopolitan magazines episodes. Sorry, I guess I need a little more coffee. (laughs) Because it should be more than what Cosmo says. I was there. It was fabulous, and that's not that's not no. But Clifford is a bona fide expert. He knows the history. Of fashion and the designers, the designers, and the fabrics, and the all of it, all the things. He's a true expert, and you followed it for years. Yeah, years. I have. Yes, a long time. Years. I've been going to Fashion Week for at least twelve years in a row. That's. Now. I mean, that's. You can certainly twice a year see designers. You know, patterns. Have, no pun intended, but like you know, um, the way that they. I don't know. Yeah, it flows, that's yeah. for sure. You know, someone's on top, and as you know, Neil, you're on top one day, and the next day you're not in the fashion world. <laughs> right. <laughs> Off the Speaking of, okay, what happened with Alexander Wang this time? He has been, talk about dragged, he has been ripped to shreds. Right. Uh, well, for I think he, he tends to be showing farther and farther away. So he showed uh, in, in Bushwick, uh, which is a real track to get to totally. from, from Manhattan. And he, it's, just, it's more of a party for him then. You know, I think he's his designs don't really change a whole lot no, exactly. from season to season. So then you have to kind of think of new ways to... To, to create some interest, I exactly. guess. Because I'm like, so it, let me guess, the whole collection was black. Exactly. Oh. And I'll take all of it. <laughs> I, but you know, th- the fashion world is fickle, and he was the darling, 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 darling for a long time. And I saw them turn on him this time, and they turned on him, and I mean, they got stabby quick and let him have it. And something about he was very late and arrived on a party bus, apparently having partied. Uh, with some folks, and I don't know. That's none of that's my thing. But I think the designers who make it year after year are ones that really are pay attention to their craft and and yes. their customer, and they want to please the customer. And I'm not sure he's in that category. True, I agree. You know, I always say just make beautiful clothes that are well made that people can wear that flatter them make them look good and make them feel good carolina herrera goddess once again everything i saw nailed it right yeah i mean was just breathtaking and it was new and fresh and the colors were so vibrant yeah and she showed it at the um uh, museum of modern art which i think had never really had a oh, fashion wow. show there so the surroundings were just so That's gorgeous kind of and, cool. i mean nobody does an evening gown like she does it's amazing truly you know? and so just to back up a little bit this used to be at bryant park 
Right. And it was all there. So, I mean, you as, you know, an editor would go and you'd be at Bryant Park all day and see Yeah, it was much easier there. back then because all the designers wanted to show in one place. Right. And for many years they did. And then it moved up to Lincoln Center. Okay. Mm-hmm. And most of them showed there, but, you know, designers like to be independent. So sure. they started showing in different areas. And then it gradually started moving more and more downtown. Like, like Vogue has moved their offices down to the World Trade Center okay. building. Um, everyone is showing pretty much south of 33rd Street. And so they have a choice now wherever they want to show, they can show? Is that? Well, yeah, they have a place uh, down um, near the river that is kind of an area where people can show. Okay. But it's honestly not the best showcase for the clothes. So they like to show somewhere else. Like uh, for about the past three or four seasons, Michael Kors has shown it. It's called Spring Street Studios. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it has all natural light. It's a floor-to-ceiling windows on one side. So you can really get a different atmosphere there as opposed to some of the uh, places that are official. They're like black yeah. boxes. Okay. They're, they're dark. And even with the lighting, I think the clothes are not showcased as well. So I bet that makes That's your a great job observation. a little bit less logistical. Well, it's just it's a nightmare. Ideal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, the shows are back-to-back. Exactly. And you're just and running across town. You are. You're running downtown <laughs> all over the place. And I don't know downtown that well. And then um, Tori Birch showed at the Cooper Hewitt Museum, which is on the Upper East Side. Uh, and so did Oscar de Renta. And so that's way out of the way. Sure. You're going to make an exception to of those course. two shows. Of course. Those, sure. They were both fantastic. Tori showed outside in the courtyard at the Cooper Hewitt, and it was just a spectacular day in New York and a beautiful collection. Both she and Michael Kors are into this luxurious comfort. So Tori has like a caftan made out of terry cloth. Oh, wow. (laughs) With matching towels. (laughs) And uh, Michael Kors, his very first look is a cashmere kind of towely looking dress with a towel to match so okay. so that seems to be a trend i yeah. think you can have a towel to match your outfit sure that's kind of what we call cozies cozies yeah, yeah. it's a cozy like, look cozy looks i like it well like greg fortique said he's like i'm gonna keep this body in shape for a minute longer and then it's cheeseburgers and caftans <laughs> Well, yeah, all the I'm way. With that. <laughs> well, and that's a nice thing about what's being shown for spring. There's lots of loose clothing for women, so that's, they're gonna love that. Well, you don't mind that every now and then, you know. Well, there's an there's an interesting sort of shift. I saw um, some not super skinny girls on the runway. Right. That's and that's a big trend, a, particularly from your model days and sure. life starting out to cover fashion where they all looked anorexic. Right. Uh, nowadays it's very much in to have we don't call them plus size models, you call them curvy or full figured. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the pioneers of that was actually, of all mm-hmm. people, Christian Siriano. Right. Who wants to dress all women. So at his show he now now, you know, they'll sprinkle in one or two. He had ten curtain models Um, and he had a front row that included some larger women including Daniel Brooks who's in Orange is a New Black Mm -hmm. and uh, Leslie Jones Mm -hmm. who you know a year ago if you can recall that uh, no one would dress her for the Ghostbusters Mm -hmm. premiere and she Mm -hmm. tweeted about it he got back with her in an hour and 
made this gorgeous red dress that looked like the one Julia Roberts wore in Pretty Women, and she got raves for it. She was on the front row, and I think she had never been to a fashion show because she did a running commentary on every dress. <laughs> like, oh, honey, I love that dress. That, that is so cool. I'm chilled. And she so made awesome. it between that and the larger models, also a couple of trans models in the Seriano show. Uh-huh. It just gave the show an energy. It was kind of like the old days of fashion where people are excited to be yeah. there. Like an Isaac Mizrahi show from exactly. back in the day or a Todd Oldham show from back in the day. Yeah, it was fun. And this it was, was high energy. One of the few that um, Siriano really has a strong following and he's really pushed dressing all women of all different sizes. And, and it's paid off for him, I think. It sure has. And you know, Clifford, how the fashion world can be such a bunch of snobs and very elitist and very exclusive and you know a hard line of you're either fabulous or you're not and christian siriano was the darling for a minute and then everybody kind of went away but that guy is super talented and he is going to turn it out season after season he's proven you know and in the way that isaac was and making feminine clothes making women again making clothes that make people look good that make people feel good it's not about being so uber trendy it's about um and i really i know you're a big fan of of siriano and and i am too i he's earned my complete respect and hopefully a lot of other people as well He's a Project just, Runway guy, right? Yeah. He is, but he hates being known he as does. a Project Runway guy. And finally, I think he's turned the corner yes. where That's in not New York, it's not really he's part known. of his background anymore. You he know, has gotcha. moved on, but it took him, what? Years. Ten years. Was, yeah, ten years. He, we brought him here uh, the first That's year right. of Fashion Houston. And um, uh, my friends, Desiree Gruber and Jane Shaw, created Project Runway, the show, and uh, as a vehicle for Heidi Klum. And so when he won, Desiree and Jane gave a very small little dinner party for him and invited me. And I just thought he was the cutest kid ever, you know, and he got very, I think, a little beat up um, and maybe kind of withdrew a little bit and realized that the more you put it out there, the more criticism you're going to draw. Um but he did what he should do, and that was just be you, do your thing, and ignore everybody else. And he's it's come paid off. through. Yeah, yeah he's, it's paid off, and I think he takes his place now as a major brand and a success. Well, there's right? not a red carpet where you don't hear his name. Exactly. That's for sure. I'm glad for him. Yeah. And Zach Posen, you know, he was the one darling child forever and then everybody kind of went off him for a bit and he is certainly back there's no question he is a major talent but i think in his case being on project runway as a judge has kind of resurrected Mm -hmm. his name in the public eye so that's an example of and same with michael kors originally sure that really boosted his business into the stratosphere and i think zach took a page from that yeah well it shows another type another you know part of their personality that you don't really get to see otherwise exactly um and zach's so well spoken and has such great you know ideas to the contestants i think that's really smart but although when michael kors was on there with nina garcia there is one episode (laughs) where they were howling at this 
designers harem pants or something. I mean, like I had to videotape they it were on crying. the TV. They, they were, were crying so and laughing so hard. Like I replayed it so many times. I'm like, if I just need a little boost of laughter for the day, I go to that Michael Kors Nina Garcia clip. It is beyond hilarious. Michael Kors is a funny guy in real life. He seems really he has funny a huge and jovial personality and is super, yeah. super funny. And talk about and someone who's mass it. marketed in a you know. Well, I Calvin, mean, I'm sure he's Donna, it. and Ralph. Yeah, uh, Ralph Kors. and Michael Kors are the four that really became staggeringly wealthy because of the mid-level. I mean, right? Like well, the $300 watch and the right. $200 bag. But what's interesting, you know, his company has bought Jimmy Choo. That's right. So oh. they recently. are, you know, recently, because the middle market is great, but now with online and all, some of these designers are thinking we really need to target the more affluent market that doesn't change as much in going up and down on what you're buying. And I think that's one reason they bought Jimmy Choo. So will it remain Jimmy Choo? It will totally. Okay, they're just gonna have. They just just got it. Got it. Tori Bush is another one. Mm -hmm. Exactly. She knows her customer. Right. She's also a very sweet person. She's super humble and easy to talk to, and um, she has a great vision of what she what she wants. Yes. When you see her show like this one, you really feel like you're transported to this great world that's maybe attainable. You know, even Mm -hmm. if you can't afford. A full look, you can afford an accessory, like a great purse sure. or a scarf. Yeah. Or she did lots of great prints, lots of great colors. The Tory Burch flip-flop. I mean, Clifford, you know who else I love um, as a, a collection, season after season, is Victoria Beckham. Yeah, she she uh, I, I was I did go to her show and you know it's always great because David Beckham is there on <laughs> the front row. Not not a bad. Uh, yeah. And, and he had his hair pulled back into like, it really wasn't a man bun because it's not on top of your head, but like a little ponytail in the back. And their son, Brooklyn, was there. Uh-huh. And he's what, like 20? 16, I oh, think, okay. or 17. Okay. And he was dressed in a black and white striped t-shirt, kind of like Elvis Presley and Jailhouse Rock. Uh-huh. Really? That That's cool. Uh, but the interesting thing about Victoria's show is a more relaxed look. I mean, she, she really does a does a great line it's very clean you when you see it you know yeah. it's her and the past so it hasn't been as colorful it hasn't been maybe mm-hmm. a little looser than normal and she actually almost smiled when she took her oh, runway really? bow so oh I my think, god i think she's really <laughs> happy right now that's interesting she has a lot of reasons to be happy but i'll tell you what she is the, the queen of a paparazzi shot walking through an airport nobody ever looks more chic than Victoria Beckham. No one. She's massive. Do you know what I'm talking about? Exactly, exactly. It's interesting, though, when she did her runway bow, she wore basically mom jeans and a T-shirt. I saw that. Uh, (laughs) But she looked great. Yeah, well, she can't look bad, I don't think. But her stuff typically is... Her collections are more structured. Exactly. So they weren't this time. It was a little uh, more loose. They're and still structured, flowy. but looser than okay. before and more colorful, like some bright colors. I'm, I mainly think of her as more monochromatic, right. by and large. And uh, yeah. it was a good collection. Good. It was very nice. Yeah. I Their think it's kids always very are just chic. ridiculous. I mean, they're all just those kids. Like, I can't. Well, this t- you saw the Gerber, I, I, the Crawford really Gerber. Can't. Like that is Cindy Children. Crawford. Kaya Gerber. Kaya Gerber is Cindy Crawford. 
and like, so is Presley. What's that called? The mini me. Right. I mean, like, there's those no two kids are so beautiful. It hurts. So beautiful. I mean, it hurts. Right. Really. And it she really closed does. out the Mark Jacobs show in a yellow gown and a turban, black turban. To me, it looked a little bit like she was playing dress up, though. She's only sixteen. Right. Uh huh. Where someone like Kendall Jenner or Bella Hadid, I feel like they're a little bit. I mean, they're twenty-two, but. I don't know how you feel about younger models, but I still think 16's a little young mm-hmm. to me to be on the runway. I mean, some girls look 16, and some just can be can pull it off. But I mean, oh, she is a beauty. I'm just waiting for the remake of the Pepsi commercial. Exactly. Like, when is that going to hit there? You know, it's like because it's coming. <laughs> Pepsi's like on that, like white on rice. And I'm sure Cindy and Randy Gerber have really held those kids for back. sure. Because they're very protective parents, and they were in all the shows that she appeared in as well. That's so they came fun. to yeah. support. That's well. Nice. It's just like this domino effect. It's like you get the kid, and then you get the parents, and then you get the you know. It's like this new celebrity factor. Where I was reading something the other day, where it's like almost all the top models have famous last names. Exactly. Like, there, it's a moment. Right. It really, really is, and like. You know, we've talked about it just a little bit, but is that from social media or is that just like being in the right place at the right time? Like having, is that what they just want to do? Or is it that part of that, just the timeline, the roller coaster? You had the supermodels of the 80s right. and then you had a period where the Kate Moss wave thing was right. happening. And the Karen Elson, Maggie Reiser, Alec But, Weck, but then you had a, a what, a decade where nobody knew a model's name outside no. of maybe Carly Kloss. Right. Then uh, she sort of started bringing it back. And now you have, once again, Hadid, I, I don't Hadid, think they're supermodels, but you know who they are. Yeah. yeah. Jenner, Jenner, Jenner. One yeah. Jenner. Kendall Jenner. Yeah. Who, by the way, looks fabulous she looks on the runway. She ridiculous. Of course, she's a born model. Like you said, models yeah. are born. She was, you know. Yeah, because I think she had got no training. She just does it. Yeah. Yeah. No She's big deal. Pretty. Yeah. And I think Bella Hadid is so gorgeous. I just, I'm loving her She's right pretty. now. And Gigi. Yes, it helps when they're really beautiful. Well, yeah. You know? <laughs> and they all are. Like, I don't know if this, like, particular crop of celebrity kids just got the pretty Jane or something. They're just the ones being plucked the out. The Baldwin child. I mean, like, there are just all, like, there are hundreds of them. Well, when you have gorgeous parents. Yeah. What do you expect? It helps. That helps, too. It does help. Um, that's so fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing like the Crawford Gerber kids. I thought Love. it was really but fun. But like you said, I bet I bet people were kind of after them for a while. Yeah, so and they I'm sure probably they, said no thanks. They were held. Well, back. I think nowadays actually you can't be in a runway show in New York unless you're 16. I think that now. was a law that, that yes, the CFDA really pushed for that. And yeah, I'm all for it. That's like I, when, I, if you raised it to 18, I'd be. Even super okay. Yeah. Yeah. I tell people all the time, don't let your kids get in this business when they're super young because it's mm-mm. no. You have well, your you whole life. To do it. Yeah. You just yeah. around a lot of adults who you got to be, you know, it's a, and let your children be children. Right. It's an adult I world think that's so with important. adult things. Well, so when we come back, we're going to talk more about. Hardcore fashion, the trends, what's happening with our fashion guru, Clifford Pugh from culturemap.com. See you in a minute. See you in a sec.